Hello everyone and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. As you found out with my March Madness, I'm also a little late with UFC. So this is the UFC 287 Pajeda versus Adesanya 2 recap episode. <laughs> um, to kick off the Chase Sherman versus Carl Williams fight was called off just before the card started due to a medical issue with Chase Sherman. But uh, we're just going to go over the results and what I picked for um, this fight card. And then we'll talk about what's up next for the UFC. So the main card results, Israel Adesanya defeated Alex Pajeda via KO. Clean, cold knockout at 421 of round number two. Izzy was getting his legs chewed up early and often. But when the fight looked like it was ending in Pajeda's favor and he started to open up and unload, Izzy shoots a perfectly placed counter at Pajeda's jaw and knocks him out cold. Then does the little taunt to his son, making fun of his dad getting knocked out like the kid did to Izzy back in kickboxing. Whoever's taste that's in, it's all good. Um, but yeah, so Izzy finally avenges the demons and says that um, the score is settled at um, him being 1-3 against Pajeda. And now Pajeda plans on moving up to light heavyweight. So congrats, Izzy. One win in four fights is apparently settling the score. Then in the co-main event, Gilbert Burns. Yep, Gilbert Burns defeated Jorge Masvidal via unanimous decision. Burns controlled this fight from start to finish, and the winner never really seemed to be in doubt. It was more just how Burns was going to win, whether it was knockout, taking him down, and getting a submission, or just grinding out the decision. Um, of course, as you know now, Masvidal retired in the cage after the fight, closing the book on a great career that skyrocketed in 2019 and created a new star up until this retirement came. Rob Font defeated Adrian Yanez via knockout, TKO, whatever you want to call it, at 257 of round one. Holy cow, that Rob Font jab and the crisp boxing were a combination too strong for Adrian Yanez to overcome, and it never truly looked competitive. Yanez would land shots, but Font was hurting him with everything that landed until he put him away. Simple as that. Uh, Kevin Holland defeated Santiago. Ponzinibbio via knockout TKO at 316 of round number three. Is there anyone any is there anyone any more entertaining um, than Kevin Holland? In the middle of the first round, he's asking Ponzinibbio if he smells the weed in the arena. In between second and third round, he's asking Dana White and Donald Trump if he can talk to him, and he still manages to get the finish in round three. Personally, though, I have no idea why Ponzinibbio got up protesting. Uh, usually when your face hits the mat first and you're completely defenseless, you're done. And it kind of seemed like the second and third shots from Holland or even the referee hitting him is what woke him up. So not really sure what he was complaining about in that fight. And then the opener to the main card, Chris Rodriguez defeated Raul Rosas Jr. via unanimous decision. Raul Rosas showed us why patience and experience matter in the UFC. After using all of his cardio in round one, Rosas had a little to no gas tank to defend for the entire second half of the fight. I think the prospect of Rosas is still alive and well, but this fight will surely help him to mature and get better throughout the rest of his career. But can't take anything from away from Rodriguez. It was just a perfect fight by him weathering the early storm and then taking advantage of a weaker and slower opponent the rest of the way to get the win. Prelim results, uh, we had Kelvin Gastelum defeating Chris Curtis via unanimous decision in one of what people were saying was one of the fights of the year. Gastelum was more active throughout the first and second rounds, while Curtis was the more powerful fighter, just for the rules for being, being reversed in the final round, should I say. Excuse me. Luana Pinedo 
Pinedo, sorry, can't speak, um, defeated Michelle Watterson Gomez via split decision. Pinera, Pinero was outstruck over the course of the fight statistically, but she landed the bigger strikes and left more damage on the face of her opponent while also controlling the clinch and grappling situations for the entirety of the second round to get the win. Joe Pfeiffer defeated Gerald Mearshart by knockout TKO at 144 of round number one. Pfeiffer landed the strikes in every exchange. Mearshart gave up almost immediately when he was knocked down and simply just covered up and waited for the referee to step in. Um, Lupe Godinez defeated Cynthia Calvillo via split decision. Godinez was landing the better combinations and strikes, while Calvillo's strikes were leaving more damage, and she landed the takedown to win round one. Other than that, pretty even split decision there. They're pretty, yeah, pretty close, razor thin, whatever you'd like to call it. I just call it even. I don't know. Early prelim results. Ignacio Bahamedes defeated Trey Ogden via unanimous decision. The fluid striking was there for Bahamedes. This fight was only even close when Ogden landed some body shots and the striking exchanges and Bahamedes, Bahamandes, wow, what a name, gave the reaction. Steve Garcia defeated Shyaline Noirand. I knew when I heard this live, I wasn't going to be able to do it myself. But anyways, via knockout or TKO at 36 seconds of round two. Um, no, I'm going to try. Let's see. Uh, Nordenbeek. Nordenbeek? Nordenbeek. Ooh. Was successful in the grappling exchanges, but anytime that Garcia landed strikes in the stand-up, he was just hurting the opponent until it was all over. Um, in the last first fight on the card, Sam Hughes defeated Jacqueline Amarim via unanimous decision. Amarine's first professional loss here came as she offered weak and sometimes no resistance in terms of the ground game. Viewing my best bets from the card, not exactly the best night at the office. Chris Curtis was my pick against Kelvin Gastelum, but what a fight that was to lose. Definitely an early fight of the year contender. Uh, Lupi Godinez and Kevin Holland parlay was a winner. Usually I don't like parlaying UFC fights, but this one was really only sweaty for the Lupi Godinez fight. Alex Pajeda versus Israel Adesanya is Pajeda was the pick for me, and I will say that I already know I'll be getting Pajeda again if they ever rematch, regardless of the weight class. This fight was just Izzy's. And the take it your own risk pick for this one was the Pajeda by knockout TKO, and uh, the method was correct, but the fighter was not. The wrong one was sleeping at the end of the fight. So coming up next for the UFC last weekend, we had the UFC Fight Night Holloway versus Allen. As I'm recording this right now, tonight is the UFC Fight Night Pavlovich versus Blades. That will be a good one as well. Next weekend, as you're listening to this, April 29th, UFC Fight Night um, Sarukian versus Moicano. I'll be honest, the next biggest name outside of the main event in this one is Brian Kelleher, and he's on the early prelims, so I'm not exactly the most excited for this card. But after that, we have on May 6th, UFC 288, Sterling versus Cejudo, which is the next time I will do a preview. It might not be the most stacked of cards, but there's a lot of sneaky good fights from top to bottom on this set of fights set. Uh, wow, I cannot stop talking. Um, but anyways, I think they just added... Uh, Gilbert Burns versus Bilal Muhammad to that card, if I remember reading that correctly. So, excuse me, hopefully that's true. I'll have more to talk about. But anyways, I'll talk to you the next time that there's a UFC card. So give it a couple weeks and I'll be back in your ears. That is all. Bye-bye.